Hi, it's Manuel Judish here and welcome to episode number 19. This is the podcast Leading Your Change initiative. Today I want to talk about uh, what drives value in innovation initiative, or any initiative for this sense. And the reason why I've, I've decided to do this podcast is because I wanted to um, look at different angles of how business change and business transformation initiatives get implemented. What is the concrete value? What are the concrete deliverables to a business? Now, there is a lot of definitions of value from a project management perspective, from a business perspective, from a stakeholder's perspective, from a shareholder's perspective, uh, from the perspective of customers and your users. So I really want to share today is a, a view on on a from a more of a, of a business perspective, but also I want to share a, a, a journey. I want to share a little bit of a view of what has been my particular involvement in driving business change and change initiatives and how value gets perceived and realized in different ways uh, from the different stakeholders that touch upon the delivery of these projects. Uh, before I go into that, I want to share a little bit of a personal story. I did once in the past, in one of the previous episodes, where I really looked at, I shared a bit about my my personal personal um, slash professional background, whereby I came from a family of small uh, small business entrepreneurs in the southern part of Italy, and they had a initially a shoe manufacturing business that went on for a few years. And as a kid, I would hang out there and see a lot of the activities that, you know, what was happening. I was spending a lot of time with, with my family, my extended family in their circumstances. But also had the chance to, you know, and then they said that they went off and they set up a new business in the hospitality arena. Um, and things kind of evolved up in time since then. That was obviously 25, 30 years ago. And, but then, um, uh, so my, my initial take was, you know, small business. How does business operate? Is it business very difficult? Is it, is it for someone and not for everyone? And what I found is that uh, when you're in business, you ought to work in an organization actually driving economic value. They create an opportunity for the organization to grow and create a, a set of services and, and products to provide value to people or, or provide a product or service that people find valuable. Or um, and you can do it as an entrepreneur, but also you can do it as a you know person that works in, in such a company. Now uh, then, I started working with bigger corporations, with bigger companies. When I'm um, and I've traveled quite a bit, I started to work in Finland, in Italy, in in England, and and then over the last seven and a half years, I've been supporting business change project initiatives, primarily in the corporate corporate space. And um, we never, th- never thought of it that way. But what you see is that uh, large organizations don't work in ways that are too dissimilar from many type of smaller organizations. The time frames might change, the length at which things happen. But when it comes down to uh, having a, key, a list of key stakeholders that perform a certain tasks and, and to, to, with, with, an, with an outcome in mind. So you will have an accountant. And Canada will actually, you know, break down the costs, making sure that you you, you achieve efficiencies, but also you, you make very good and sound decisions, financial decisions for the organization. Then you have a salesperson whose objective and KPI and processes support the ability to bring in revenue by, you know, selling the products, upselling, expanding uh, contacts and relationships. Then you have an HR person making sure that the, the operating mechanism within your organization is fair for people that are involved. And the, um, there is a strong and sound reward system 
and 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 support system for both the business and the organization obviously i'm oversimplifying here but the message that i'm trying to highlight is that the uh, in a bigger business these different functional areas perform specific tasks and they're measured against kpis uh, in a smaller business which is my you know my family background and a little bit of what i was sharing earlier on is actually uh, very tangible what is valuable what isn't and the reason why you know that is because your customers will tell you like if you're producing shoes your, your customer will tell you immediately because the other the other purchasing them or not they will actually give you a feedback right your wholesaler will purchase a batch of your shoes or they will not and that and the, the feedback will be around design about color about quality of the materials about speed about timing so the feedback is continuous but the business value is basically um measured in uh, in two in two terms one is financial terms so are they buying it and the other one is um you know the appreciations qualitative comment and feedback and survey based insights that are provided by your consumers now what i found having worked in bigger company over the last seven years as, as i mentioned earlier on the um the, the dynamics of business change and initiatives they actually are invested on are not very different what the what actually is changing is that the um the players that are at stake the key stakeholders your customers are not out there any longer they are within your organization these are your impact to business area these are the people that actually will have to purchase uh within brackets within brackets they will actually you know be utilizing the product or your services and they also can provide a very good and very clear both qualitative and quantitative analysis and feedback on whether what you're creating is adding value to them or not now i really i really i really i can see i can see clearly very now having done business change over the last seven and a half years both as a change manager but also initially involved in the operational side of different types of projects and then eventually as a coach as a consultant as a trainer so what you'll find is that um um even within our organization there's very strong clarity about what good looks like and and that clarity though always the responsibility for to drive the clear clarity message that value message is, is always unfulfilled and um, what i really mean by that let's look at a specific example if this is a strategic initiative and it will be of becoming a digital transformation to, to to go undergo a digital transformation or become a digital um to, to, you currently provide a product or service a true example uh, i'm going to change the context and the industry but if you're a publisher for example and you are um I've supported a publishing company in the past, and as a part of the digital digital content digital transformation program, uh, this organization was really aiming to, um, you know, um, ensure that the there was high quality content and content feeds that would be made available both in printed versions, as well as in in digital versions worldwide. Very well known, well established, very well known, very well established brand globally. However, the ability to go to market. the ability to to make sure that this very strongly very strong intellectual property very strong expertise will be made accessible to whoever will might need it globally throughout any type of device that was that's a cl- very clear and compelling business value people will want that information for many different reasons some people have interest but the 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 value itself is actually sanctioned by the transaction right how they're purchasing it how they're downloading it 
are they looking, are they reading it, how many reads, how many clicks we got on that, so we can measure it on a, on a digital scale, right? So, so I'm using this example because even if, when you start looking at any project or initiative, you tend to um, uh, define different dimensions of value, and that's the, the purpose of this podcast, uh, depending on whose perspective you're utilizing. First of all, you can take the perspective of the organization, the senior leaders that they've made an investment in a strategic initiative, and this investment has a business rationale for it. That usually gets captured in a business case. You get a visibility study where you're actually making sure that what you're building is fit for purpose, it fits with the current environment, both technical and business environment, but also achieves efficiencies, allows you to do things faster and allows you to do things better, maybe automate certain processes, maybe allows your, your, your business to make decisions in a different ways and really provide shortcuts for processes that are far simpler, simplifying processes that allow, allow people to you know, focus on more value-adding activities. For example, if you're a procurement department and you've been spending a lot of time collecting all different um, cost, data, cost center data across different industries, different um, uh, geographical locations a dashboard will give you that immediate insight whereby you will have you will have that information you will basically bypass all the you know manual collating and spreadsheet based data input and you will have the information readily available right in front of you that's exciting right so that's the business value and that's the, how the value gets seen now this, this, this process of efficiency, as I was mentioned earlier, one, one variable, one dimension of value is by is capturing the business case. And you have cost efficiencies, and the example that I've used before, but you also have commercial efficiencies, commercial benefits. Uh, you might look at, you, you have a, an inside, a sales inside uh, type of um, um, software or software solution, such for example, uh, Salesforce.com as a platform, that will allow you to have a lot of information, uh, will allow your sales team to have a lot of information prior to having a conversation that could potentially you know, bring revenue in, could turn a, turn, turn a prospect into a client. Now, this is commercial value. So, and then you have control value and you, you might have organi- control benefits whereby you have an organization whereby uh, currently, um, you know, uh, financial transactions or payroll type of processes, uh, might be dealt with on a local basis. We're talking about large organizations and big companies. And once everything is done locally, you tend to kind of miss, you, can, you tend to kind of miss that element of centralized control that allows you to um, achieve synergies, right, across different countries, find suppliers and vendors that could actually strive a, a better uh, value deal for yourself. Now the control value, the control benefit in that side is that by having a controlled centralized system that pulls data from all different, uh, from a, a variety of initially legacy systems, then it allows you to to make better decisions, far better decisions, and eventually become more competitive. So this is another dimension of value we talked about. I, refer, I, I talked about cost values, efficiencies, efficiency benefits, commercial benefits, uh, but also control benefits. Now. This, this view, this, this first part of the view is what gets captured usually in a business case. You might have a long term. Usually this, this value is kind of measured in the long term, right? The performance of long term of the organization. And it actually, it, it is very fundamental because 
uh, you know, making profit on the back of your investment, having a return is actually what drives your organization forward. It's the fuel of your organization, if you will. But when you start looking in, the, so that was, that's one dimension of value. When you start looking at um, the the value uh, of the, what is tangibly changing for your organization? What is it that the majority of stakeholders see of value? They are willing and open to endorse and support and understand. And they, clear, and they can clearly connect in their own mind that that is making sense. It's clear to me. This dashboard, this technology will clearly allow me to make better decisions every day. Will it clearly allow me to have better informed conversation with a prospect? Or as a procurement department, I'll have all the data I need right in front of me. Or if I'm a finance consultant, I might have or an, an analyst. I will provide the exact type of analysis and meaning behind the data to my senior uh, leaders, to my bosses, that allows them and provide two, three, four options, allows them to make better decisions in a faster way. So this is a different type of value. This is actually what is the value? I'm talking in the previous case, when you look at a business case, we're talking about um, um, costs and benefits. When we talk about value, it's, it's actually um, an element of um, what does this system, what does this technology, what does this change uh, create that is tangible to the majority of the people, to all of the people that are impacted by it, be it a, a procurement department, IT department, or legal department, whichever that might be within your organization. Now, this is also an aspect, an, an element of value and change management. It's one of those aspects. I'm not, um, I'm not a spokesperson for change management. Change management is just a set of dynamic tools that I utilize when I work with our clients in support of a strategic initiative. But it's not the only tool. But from to change management talks a lot about you know, value realization and the different elements of that. And what also comes down, so what we just described is a, an example of how value is perceived by your organization. Right? So what is it that can create valuable daily-to-day -day activities, the what's in it for me, but the stakeholder groups that you, uh, are you, uh, you know, will see the products, the services, the outcomes, the, the, the efficiency on a daily basis. What, what is different for them? That's one element of value. And the other element of actually looking at value is what is behavior of the organization? How will it change as a result of, and this is an extension of the second point, uh, the, the second value point, but what, what is the, what will your organization do? What will your impacted stakeholder groups do going forward after we've gone live, right? We've gone live with this. We're rolled it out. Everyone is using it. But as a result of that, what are we going to be doing differently? Now, this type of behavior, this type of value is behavioral in nature. It's actually, um, and there are, there are different metrics. Every single one of these elements that I kind of laying out, that I've kind of observed or designed or co-designed with my clients in the past is that these are different elements that will have different, different people and senior leaders as well as operationally to measure whether we are going towards, we're moving to in the right direction. So, the, the latest type of value is what um, is behavioral in nature and usually it gets captured in a way that's more, uh, it's an arbor between quantitative and qualitative. And this is very interesting because a lot of organizations started talking about behavioral change. We want our company to change. And it's different ways that you can capture that type of value. And what I really like is a lot of work that has been done um, in the field of change management actually looks at 
behavior as with a, with a with a question, and which I'll try to replicate now. They basically talk about to what extent you left to have your business on board or your business area impacted area to use it. So, what percentage of your business impacted area will need to utilize this change, this technology, or this platform in order for you to have a return on investment? How many people do they need to change the way they do things today in order for you actually to get a benefit from it? I think this is a very powerful question. And that is actually the behavioral side of things. This is the, the, the behavioral value side of things. And what you find when you start looking in these terms, you actually realize that technology per se is just an enabler of value. Your change isn't, um, your change initiative isn't, doesn't have implicit value. It's not intrinsic. It is what someone else within your business will be doing as a result of that technology that is valuable. They will be making different decisions, right? And that can be also be measured, right? You need to have some historical data, look backwards and have some systems that actually point out that different decisions that have been made over time, but it is possible. But that's the true value of technology. Now, different, different people at different organizations look at measuring value, different professionals look at measuring values um, in different ways, uh, behavioral values. Some of them look at, you know, um, uh, how, how many people have actually utilized a new technology. Some of them might be looking at how fast it's been adopted. Right? We're doing it quickly or we're doing it and we have, they, they relate, they kind of tie back into a payback period. So what's, when, when in the future we'll have, how long, how far into the future we'll have a payback um, um, we'll have a, you know, a cash return on our investment. Is it one month from now, one month from go live, immediately after go live, six months or 12 months after go live? These are important financial metrics, right? Um, and then some people also look at the, uh, some organizations, the consultants and practitioners, they actually look at the uh, proficiency, how well a system is utilized. I've supported the creation of user reports for the financial reporting system. Actually, it tells what people are doing with the report. Are they using it? Um, so, and this is a behavioral in nature, right? It will tell you how people are changing their behavior. Now, an additional element of that to that is also less performance-oriented, but it can also measure the value of of adoption, behavioral change through through feedback through service. They'll tell you, you know, how you're doing things differently. Obviously, you have to, you have to use an integrated and holistic approach in measuring value because the indicators would point at a specific direction. You know, how there is a, there is a gap. Sometimes there's a gap between perception, between what people state and what is actually happening and what they understand about what is happening. So there is a perception, perceptive perception gaps that. Uh, has to be taken into account when, um, when when looking at figures and numbers that come as a result of, you know, service. Sometimes the way you you define a question will actually um, influence the way um, certain answers are received from your organization. So, but uh, I'm 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 mentioning this because this is also a valuable tool because if you design, if you decide to um, utilize a set of very insightful, very well design questions to measure behavioral type of um, um, outcomes, then you can get some very good insights. You can talk about, you know, the, the, land, the, the understanding, but also utilization of the system. How often have you done this? Um, 
how easy it is today to perform another different type of task. So that obviously, the more we talk about, the more we kind of relate the, we, we, the more we start, to, we try to articulate the value of a technology from a behavioral perspective. That becomes very much contextual to what the change is. So we're talking about a, a financial reporting system. Then you might want to look at accuracy, right? So how accurate more your predictions do you think are? How, to, how will you assess the accuracy of your prediction compared to you know before we went live using a legacy system? Now these are all elements. I just obviously I didn't want to share. I don't want to go into the details because um, every project is different. But I believe that there is a real value in looking at project initiative from a holistic perspective, and looking at it both from a, a financial and hardcore metrics uh, capturing in the business case, but also oftentimes the realization of value comes about as a result of concrete invisible changes that happen to people in underground your impact stakeholders and behavioral changes as a as a ladder as a, as a as a third element of measurement whereby what do people do with what they see so what do they do with the new system so the behavioral uh, uh, take behavioral perspective on value realization